up the sky is up the sky is up a lot of things are up but for now uh, how about you how, how are you doing Muz it's been a while uh, it's been quite a while actually hmm. it's been a few months um, dari yeah kita, kita, kita buat rakaman ni bila uh, we've done a couple of episodes uh, semenjak Kali terakhir kita buat rakaman dengan Saudara Muzaffar Shah Hanafi Tetapi Kebanyakan daripada episod itu Yang terlibat yang Melibatkan orang lain seperti Eza One or two interviews and what not But for now um, Itulah dah, Aku mana tak ingat dah kali terakhir Kita buat rakaman bersama Bila sebenarnya Beberapa bulan yang lalu lah. Aku pun yeah. dah tak boleh nak Keep track of when We lost it. But anyway. Yeah. And well, now we're back. We're back here for now. And wow. in this case, uh, it's a very special episode for two different reasons. Uh, number one, ini adalah episode ke-50. Yeah. How about that? Who would have thought? <laughs> it's a pretty big number. And I think it is a cause for celebration. So, uh, on one hand, let's just... Give ourselves a round of applause Walaupun <laughs> Self-applause is actually no real applause Tetapi memang uh, Penerbitan Rakaman podcast berepisod seperti ini Bukannya sesuatu yang agak Senang untuk kita Lakukan, terutamanya apabila kita Tidak berada di tempat yang sama Atau di bandar yang sama I think probably for, for Almost half of the Episodes that you and I have done together So I think it is a fine, decent achievement in some ways. But having said that, we probably should not celebrate too much kerana ada sebab kedua kenapa episod ini agak istimewa. Dan kenapa tu, Mus? Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be our last episode. <laughs> yes, what the hell, man? <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> What's going on? Kenapa? Uh, kita dah... We reach the mountain top. Uh, kenapa kita nak turun balik tu? Why, why, why can't you know? Why is this our last episode? Why, why do you say that, Mr. Moose? You break my heart. Uh, sedikit sejarah mengenai podcast ni. Bila kita aku dah fikir memulakan uh, rancangan untuk berpodcast ni, we don't really actually plan it to make it more than 20. Then it's good. Then suddenly we dragged to 15, then 20. Then we came to the point when you know, we have to, you know, make a you know, decision. Decision that you know what we have to face the reality. We're not going to do this for the rest of our life. That regardless of we get 10 hit, 10 listeners, or one million listeners, and every, every all good thing must come to an end. So I think we need to, you know, set. A, a specific episode that you know what let's call it quit you know we need to go at least we we go in on there lah I mean kita 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 keluar secara tuhun lah 
<laughs> Keluar okay. secara terhormat yeah, Aku suka it's pemilihan it's perkataan yang tertentu uh, Yang telah dibuat oleh saudara Mus itu uh, Saya sendiri harus uh, menegakkan uh, Bahawa apa yang saya ingat sebenarnya Mungkin tidak begitu sama sangat Seperti apa yang Mus baru saja huraikan tadi uh, Bagi saya lah Penerbitan podcast ini merupakan sesuatu yang tidak semestinya ada satu titik penghujung yang yang telah ditetapkan pada awalnya. Saya pernah menulis sesuatu di blog kita, di website kita di mana saya menjelaskan model yang saya ingin ikut adalah podcast script notes seperti bagaimana yang telah dibuat oleh John August dan Craig Mason dan itu merupakan satu podcast yang agak menarik bagi saya lah di mana mereka telah bertahun-tahun dan sekarang aku rasa dah uh, Kalau belum sampai episod ke-200 Dah hampir sampai ke episod 200 dah uh, Tapi itu lain cerita lah the, the fact is that that is Something of a model that personally I was trying to emulate Dan saya rasa mungkin ada Satu ruang di dalam sesi perbincangan filem di Malaysia Untuk membenarkan kita untuk sedikit sebanyak Memberi penjelasan mengenai kenapa kita rasa filem-filem ini harus dibincangkan dengan cara yang kita telah bincangkan dalam podcast ini. Jadi, uh, aku tak ingat sangat yang kita telah tentukan 20 episod. Uh, tapi mungkin itu benar kerana uh, another thing is that we are all getting older. <laughs> we cannot, I cannot remember as clearly as I really wanted to. So, all the same, it is what it is uh, for a number of different reasons. Uh, kita telah tiba di titik penghujung ini. So, We do have uh, a very interesting, I think. Now, we always say that, right? But but I do think this is an interesting episode because we are going to be discussing sebuah filem yang lebih spesifik di mana kita akan berbincang tentang filem berjudul Mus? Mechanic. Mechanic. Okay. Kenapa? Ini ini saya, saya ingin jelaskan uh, pada terlebih dahulu uh, filem mechanic ini yang telah ditebitkan pada tahun 1983 Arahan of Manhafsham Dan juga terbitan Said Kecik Said lah Muhammad Okay Dan filem ni dibintangi oleh Azmil Mustafa uh, Julie Faridah Susan Lancaster Dan juga Yusof Aslam Okay let's not uh, forget him And it was quite successful Collected nearly 1 million ringgit di Malaysia And it also won a number of awards Six awards at the fourth Malaysian Film Festival Pada tahun 1983 Tapi uh, sebelum kita lanjutkan lagi episod ini Encik Atau uh, Salah Remus uh, Kenapa kita telah pilih filem ini Untuk dibincangkan secara lebih halusnya Bagi episod terakhir Thoughts on Films ini Okay uh, Untuk penggunaan Ya, yeah, it sounds like a not choice Dan mungkin juga ramai yang akan confuse yang You know, when we talk Ya, bila aku cakap mekanik ni, oh, kita akan apa this guy watch uh, Jack, uh, one of the Jason Statham the mekanik film macam ni uh, so, mekanik is uh, one of those I would say, uh, forgotten Malay films ramai-ramai orang boleh cakap pasal film Malay tahun 80-an people will mostly talk about Ali Setan gila-gila remaja and so on so forth so, mekanik is one of those film yang ramai orang tak tahu And I think it's, it's, it's kind of cool. I mean, this whole podcasting, we try to make it different from any other thing. Yang obviously, kalau boleh cakap pasal bila Melayu tahun 80-an, it's always those uh, well-known obvious films. So, I think it's good that we talk about this uh, forgotten film. Yeah. 
Hmm. Well, I have to say that uh, to a certain extent aku mungkin tidak begitu setuju sangat. Uh, memang betul memang ada banyak filem lain yang mungkin diberikan perhatian yang terlebih dahulu mengenai uh, huj- apa uh, huraian yang tertentulah yang apabila dia, orang buat tentang filem Malaysia dan filem Melayu pada tahun 80-an, 1980-an. Uh, aku rasa sebenarnya mungkin ini tidak dilupakan. Uh, to a certain extent perhaps Uh, quite the opposite actually berdasarkan apa yang aku dapat tahu melalui research aku uh, filem ni banyak kali telah dihuraikan dalam buku-buku yang tertentu uh, dalam buku Ku Gek Cheng uh, what's it lah uh, Reclaiming Adat uh, ada juga beberapa bahagian uh, beberapa uh, babak yang tertentu yang yang telah memberi perhatian lebih terperinci kepada filem ini and it was also in given a brief mention of sorts dalam filem uh, Asian cinema apa Asian film Malaysian cinema I, I can't exactly remember the title now off the top of my head sebuah buku mengenai uh, filem Malaysia yang telah diterbitkan dari William Vanden High and I think uh, perhaps it's not really forgotten per se but here's the thing oleh kerana aku sering membaca mengenai filem Malaysia kerana saya sendiri sering mengkaji tentang sejarah filem Malaysia untuk sebab-sebab tertentu mungkin saya sendiri rasa bahawa filem ini tidak dilupakan dan mungkin ada sedikit sebanyak apa yang yang mustahak tu mungkin benar juga right tapi uh, all the same kalau kita kata filem Malaysia kan untuk ramai orang apakah itu sebuah filem Malaysia ada beberapa filem yang boleh dicalonkan untuk Anugerah inilah kalau kita nak katakan anugerah ya. Ada beberapa buah filem yang boleh dicalonkan. Aku rasa mechanic one way or another. A lot of people will say that it is one of those films that is actually a true or a proper Malaysian film. Alright? So, there is some importance attached to this film to begin with. There is also another reason why <laughs> we are doing this episode uh, tentang filem ini. <laughs> Mus. Well, we tried to actually record an episode about mechanic some time ago, but what happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, technical problem ruin everything. So yeah. 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 When when you say technical problem, basically what he meant was we got locked inside the place where we were doing the recording. <laughs> yeah. if, if you remember that, and yeah. that, that, that's actually uh, technical problem is. Uh, <laughs> a proper way of addressing it Oh, absolutely, problem. absolutely uh, Kalau kita nak kata technical problem tu mungkin kurang sikit malu kita Tapi, but yeah. the fact is, the truth is the truth yeah. Alright, the truth <laughs> It is quite embarrassing So, let's put it as a technical problem Let's, let's just say it's a technical problem Because technically yeah. it is a, a problem A big problem, uh, but a technical problem all the same Alright uh, Okay, moving moving swiftly on And kita akan berbicara mengenai filem ini uh, I mentioned earlier Bahawa filem ini telah menang beberapa buah anugerah Di Festival Filem Malaysia keempat It won the award for Best Director As well as Best Supporting Actor Okay, untuk Encik Yusof Aslam, Datuk Yusof Aslam sekarang, right As well as the more technical awards Sound, edit, apa, uh, sound Design as well as Editing And the most promising actor award went to Azmi Mustafa because ini merupakan filem pertama untuk beliau. And the special jury award, if you want to count that as a proper award, because some people mungkin mereka berpendapat bahawa anugerah seperti special award ini bukan sebenarnya anugerah yang 
betul lah kan right? uh, Syed Kecik Syed Muhammad right? I, I don't know about you Every time I, I, I think of the name Syed Kecik Syed Muhammad I, I think of the opening for the film tau Di mana dia ada tunjuk uh, apa? Dia, dia ada tunjuk Syed Kecik Films ke apa Syed Kecik Productions ke apa ke Lepas tu dia, <laughs> dia pakai lagu apa 20th Century Fox eh? if, if I'm not mistaken <laughs> <laughs> so that's you rip everything back then, right? Yeah, you ruin everything. <laughs> it's a very yeah. Malaysian film in that sense as well. I guess you can call it that, lah. Sebab kita orang Malaysia ni agak terkenal dengan kebolehan kita untuk mencuri dari orang lain in in that regard, especially when it comes to intellectual property. Before we proceed further uh, with the discussion of the plot and and uh, the things about the film and whatnot. Mus, um, it's not just that uh, filem ini penting. Uh, filem ini seharusnya memang uh, secara lebih khususnya difikirkan secara lebih mendalam oleh orang ramai, kan? Sebab ada banyak kita boleh kata filem yang penting yang kita patut berbicara mengenai filem itu, kan? But apakah yang membuat filem ini untuk Mus? Apakah yang membuat filem ini agak istimewa? Okay. Uh... Back anyway, uh, bila aku cakap pasal Okay, I want to Nak, nak recall balik apa Aku nak merujuk pada apa yang aku cakap tadi Bila aku cakap Film ni is a forgotten film I'm talking in the sense that uh, From the perspective of uh, General people eh, Orang-orang lagi yang Yang better film macam tu eh, it, it, it always not come on top of their head When it comes to Malay films hmm. Back in the 80s Bila aku cakap pasal Kau tanya lah mana-mana orang-orang Apa those people on the train you say you know do you, do you remember this film yeah can you can you name three mostly Gila Remaja Ali Setan and some of Badul AR Badul film would come on top but never this film hmm. so 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 Bergago Mechanic is uh, is special in a way that uh, aku pernah kena marah pasal film ni I mean my, my late mom when I watch it back then when I was a kid aku tengok filem ni dengan um, dengan arwah mak aku lah hmm. and uh, you know it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a comedy so you know me, me being a kid you know people make make sure I, I laugh right <laughs> so bila uh, tapi uh, out of out of sudden tiba-tiba mak aku tutup uh, arwah mak aku tutup TV you know, ni filem apa filem lucah mak aku cakap because I was a kid I don't know about that you know hmm. so So, so that 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 moment, you know, that moment. I, I, I mean, I was like, I, I put up hammer or pasado. But how can I put my arm around it? Because it's, you know, it's just Malay film, making stupid jokes. Hmm. But when I grew up, and you know, when I grew up, I'm like, I was, when I grew up, I was like, recall back why my late mom was was so furious to the point that she switched off uh, the television set. Was that, you know, this film is like. Laden upon laden of sexual innuendos, man. Yeah, from beginning yeah. to the end, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You watch this film, and I totally agree with you. I think it's one of those things where, kalau kita menonton sebahagian sebagai kanak-kanak kan, memang ada banyak kita tak faham. Tapi lebih banyak daripada apa yang aku sangkakan, apa yang aku nampak dalam filem ni adalah sesuatu yang sebenarnya isi kandungan dia tak sesuai betul untuk budak-budak nak tengok lah bro <laughs> ya, memang tak sesuai I mean, I, aku tak rasa filem ni 
masa apa niat pengarah masa produksi filem ni dibuat ada untuk tontonan kanak-kanak tapi mungkin masa tu tak ada lagi wujudnya apa perklasifikasi uh, filem so you know, so everyone free to watch it hmm. dan mungkin juga pada zaman tu the apa the, the, the mindset of Malays was so different from today Hmm. Because if this kind of film, this concept, and the plotline or whatever, uh, the approach of this film being produced by today's standard, film ini dah kena ban lah, aku cakap. <laughs> Dan Ofman Hasham uh, is quite notorious in in, uh, in pushing a liberal uh, concept or approach in in his production. Hmm. Sebab bila orang cakap pasal Ofman Hasham, people would really known him for his sitcoms hmm. tu, kalau kau ingat atau tak uh, back in the early, na- early 90s kita ada our own version of friends untuk <laughs> sitcom 2 plus 1 kena tak? 2 plus 1 eh? I, I, I know about 2 plus 1 I'm, I'm not entirely sure whether we can s- is, is that our version of friends? to, to certain extent yeah, because the, the, the concept is pretty much the same yeah? it's a bunch of like, uh, the, 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 the sitcom is about this uh, group of single ladies in a apartment uh, making you know uh, having everyday life telling jokes and at the same time the other two uh, a, a guy friends yang selalu dropping by Just hmm. one played by Ibuda this uh, character is a, is a guy who very in touch with his feminine side and I think another one is a, a plumber or something played by the late Abad Busu hmm Yeah, the, the show is 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 fine. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny in its own way. But masa tu orang tak terfikir itu lagi yang the whole thing is very taboo if we talk about it in in today's context. Like hmm. a bunch of single ladies, you know, setiap hari ada non apa lelaki bukan muhrim lepak rumah dia setiap hari hmm. and making jokes and whatnot. And that show, I mean, two plus one is again is Ahmad Hashim. Uh, trademark full of sexual innuendo jokes man full of sexual innuendo jokes hmm. but nobody said about that nobody said about lelaki uh, bukan murim melepak kat rumah bukan bujar nobody nobody make a fuss about it but what people make fuss about was very muda characters hmm. aku rasa masa tu you know the masculinity of Malay guy should be put on a pedestal so any portrayal of a feminine guy that's really con- you know doesn't really jive with the whole you know it's like what oh, any guy that is okay to be uh, a lelaki sotong or not so you know, that's the only thing that people make a fuss about but going back to Mechanic Mechanic is you know notoriously Ahmad Hashan film you know every all his trademark was in the film Hmm. From the sexual image jokes, the liberal, uh, yeah, the, the portrayal of uh, urban Malay uh, society during the time. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, to, I mean to, to 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 summarize what I just said. Hmm. Kalau mekanik dibuat bertahun sekarang tahun 2015, I don't think it's going to make it to the cinema. Okay, alright. Uh, we will get back to that in a short while and there are some other things I want to talk about with regards to 2 plus 1 juga. Mungkin dari segi social context dan sebagainya. Uh, mungkin bagi mereka yang belum pernah dengar tentang filem mekanik ataupun mungkin pernah dengar tapi belum tengok. Uh, filem ini 
predictably it is about a mechanic okay Shamil yang dimainkan oleh Asmir Mustafa seperti bagaimana yang dijelaskan tadi dia tengah rebaiki kereta dekat bengkel dia dan dalam kereta dia he found a package huh? a bag of some sort um, dan dalam bag tersebut ada 500,000 ringgit Malaysia it's a lot of money eh? in terms of cash kan right and And especially if you consider back then we, Kalau sekarang memang dah 500,000 Just It's a lot of money But it will just about get you uh, A condominium Around Monkiara maybe Maybe <laughs> Maybe eh? No way man <laughs> No eh um, It's not entirely uh, Incorrect Maybe not Monkiara per se uh, But certainly around the Dutamas area Mungkin uh, dapat, kau dapat, kau dapat uh, double story house dekat Bangi lah. So I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We will have to check about this uh, later <laughs> on for, for us personally. But I do remember my friend uh, buying a place there for slightly over 400,000 uh, a number of probably two years ago. And I think it might have gone up maybe uh, above half a million I think for sure for now. But the fact is Uh, I, I suspect it's probably not entirely impossible if you are to Nila, but the point is 500,000 nowadays still a lot of money but over 20 years ago bro uh, a lot more money lah actually how many years ago is it lah um, 10 20 years ago what, what am I talking about it's, it's over 30 years, years ago. ago 32 years ago Yeah, it's Wonder. The film was made in 1983. I was born in 1982, so 32 years, 32 years ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. I suddenly I feel so old. But, um, getting back to the story, the, the 32-year-old story, um, dia ada jumpa duit ni, tapi dia tak nak pulangkan duit ni sebab memang situasi dia dan keluarga dia, dia dan mak dia lah, um, not exactly the best huh? uh, they have a lot of financial constraints a lot of issues and mak dia sebenarnya menyeru kepada beliau bahawa ini bukan sesuatu yang bagus bukan sesuatu yang baik dan dia seharusnya pulangkanlah duit tu kan right but what he en- ended up doing was he wanted to go and uh, keep the money for himself essentially and so he spent a bit of it and also tried to keep it for himself but at the same time the police and the mafia right the police were investigating a bank robbery at the same time and actually the, the mafia uh, the gangsters stole the money from this particular bank and the mafia themselves they were uh, looking for the money and they kind of indirectly or otherwise pun were looking for him lah right and the mafia is a, is a particularly interesting group uh, because they were led by Yusuf Aslam Right and two idiots, right? <laughs> I can't remember the name of the actors, but I do remember they were. But he talked in a very weird accent. Yeah, so they yeah. did. They did. Uh, it's it, it is what it is, but it, it just feels like um, it is supposed to be a parody or something. I'm not entirely sure. Mungkin watak Yusuf Aslam tu menjadi sebuah parody kepada watak orang jahat dalam filem-filem James Bond ke apa ke? I, I feel like there's some kind of connection there. Actually, it's a stereotype of uh, stereotype orang Melayu zaman tu. Actually, it's a stereotype that orang kaya zaman tu semua acak dengan selang putih. I see. Yeah, so 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 it's a play on the stereotype because uh, zaman tu 
kalau kau apa lah, kalau kau tengok, tengok drama-drama Melayu tuan early 80s late 70s the stereotype of Malay uh, the archetype of Malay, rich Malay dia akan bercakap dengan slang London so hmm. she actually play around with that stereotype actually. so that's why you see you, you know why uh, the Yusuf Aslam character was talking that <laughs> so I'm like this guy so it's actually is a is a you know dia macam mengejek film-film drama-drama Melayu zaman tu lah actually okay alright well there you go uh, play on the stereotype uh, I'm not entirely aware of that uh, to begin with but I think it makes a lot of sense because memang filem ini merupakan sebuah filem parody in in so many ways right uh, and there are quite a number of very interesting scenes that I wish to discuss with you um, ada there's this one scene a very famous scene kalau kau google me- filem mechanic ni this is one of the first thing that comes up Mi Kung Fu <laughs> Mi Kung Fu is uh, is a scene. Uh, do you remember the scene? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, can yeah. you maybe you can describe to the listeners uh, tentang babak ini, babak yang yang sangat istimewa ini. Well, basically, uh, Shamel punya karakter apa? Azam Mustafa punya karakter ni dia dengan awet dia nak makan lah, kritik nak makan. So. Uh, Shamel being a typical working class guy makan tepi jalan tapi kotor so dia orang sadet okay lah you know what let's go to a proper place so two minutes they, they went to this proper store just two minutes away from the store and you know long story short they ordered the same thing and the, the, the twist is the plot twist is the, sorry the plot twist was Uh, orang tu pergi or, apa waiter tu pergi kat belakang dia order dekat stall dia balik so yeah <laughs> yeah but actually it, it is it's more uh, uh, fun to see in visual form so baiklah kalau aku cerita ni tak nampak dia punya jump tu kat mana so kalau tengok scene tu I think it's you know everywhere you know, on, on YouTube hmm. you know, I think many people will get the jump yeah absolutely uh, kita akan Masukkan link untuk video tersebut di YouTube Dalam rakaman podcast ini uh, Dalam the show notes rather So you guys can check it out in a short while Or maybe you can just check it out as you are listening to our sweet sweet voice right now But yes, it is a very visual sort of scene The most interesting part about that scene however uh, For many people Is the fact that Kita dapat nampak orang yang berlainan Berbicara menggunakan bahasa yang berlainan right? Kerana The guy, the waiter who went Out the back door of that particular restaurant Dia pergi order dekat Gerai belakang tu Dia guna bahasa Tamil kan Kalau tak silap aku right? So that's a, a very unique thing For many people Precisely because it is something that is not as common Back then Dan sebenarnya pada zaman sekarang ni pun Mungkin bukan sesuatu yang terserlah Sangatlah dalam beberapa buah filem yang kita sering nampak di pengawayang Jadi It is a funny scene Dan mungkin secara umumnya Ini merupakan sesuatu yang Pernah berlaku pada realiti But on a more sociological level Ada makna yang tersirat jugalah Yang memberi filem ini Sebuah karakteristik yang sangat unik And in that regard And these people regard this as a Very uh, Malaysian film Okay uh, I know I prepared the show notes Okay 
And there, there's a running order of the things I want to talk about. I'm just going to skip a bit. All right, I'm, I'm going to move a bit further down. Uh, we're still going to be talking about the scene. I'm going to be referring to a part from a book called Reclaiming a Dot, as I mentioned earlier by Ku Gek Chang. Beliau telah menulis. Beliau merupakan seorang film akademik. Maybe not necessarily film per se, tetapi kalau kita kata tentang penulisan film secara akademik di Malaysia ni, nama beliau merupakan salah satu nama pertama lah yang akan orang fikirkan lah. Hopefully, and she said in her book. This was a truly Malaysian film because it showcased Chinese Malaysians speaking in a mixture of English and Chinese and Tamil Malaysians speaking Tamil. For once, there was no erasure of other ethnicities visually and audibly, although such erasure has become a habit with Malay films and television in the hegemonic tradition of constructing the nation whereby Malaysian others are assimilated. Apa yang beliau maksudkan adalah Biasanya dalam banyak filem kita tak nampak dan kita tak dengar sangat daripada orang Malaysia yang bukan Melayu. What do you think? Adakah ini merupakan satu kriteria yang harus kita pertikaikan dalam pemikiran tentang apakah itu filem Malaysia? Mus, does it have to actually have uh, Chinese Malaysians and Tamil Malaysians and Malay Malaysians and dan lain-lain Malaysians untuk dimasukkan untuk filem itu betul-betul jadi filem Malaysia? Ah, this is like a chicken and egg story, man. This whole definition of Malaysian film, Malaysian, you know. I mean, for I know it's, it's yeah, not it's not the first time we're we're asking this question, but yeah, it keeps yeah, coming up. You know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's a very tiring question to 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 <laughs> to, to be debate. <laughs> I mean, can, can people just make film for the fun of it, for the sake of making film? Without you know, yeah, I know. I mean, film is a is a you know cultural medium and so on. But you know, but to 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 to, to put certain criteria of what make a Malaysian film, a Malaysian or Malay film, a Malay Tamil Yeah, people are just making things complicated, you know. I mean, I, 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 I,
I don't know. I I can see your point. To be honest with you, aku pun memang setuju uh, secara hampir 100% lah. Okay? Tapi, aku rasa ini masih merupakan sebuah isu bagi ramai orang. Just because you and I think it's complex, uh, does not mean that it's not uh, untrue. You know what I mean? It is a real thing for a lot of people. And perhaps, from their perspective, ini merupakan sesuatu yang uh, mem- lebih memudahkan lagi. Kerana apabila kita telah tentukan apakah itu filem Malaysia, ada benda ni, ada benda ni, ada benda tu dan sebagainya, mungkin ini lebih senang untuk kita betul-betul uh, mencet- apa, memutuskan bahawa ini filem Malaysia dan ini tidak. So, I... My 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 personal approach would be ini filem yang telah dibuat oleh orang Malaysia dan ceritanya setting di Malaysia and I guess to to, to that extent that should be enough lah. So yeah. I, I I think that should be it. But yeah. but it is it is something that sticks out. You know what I mean? Because what Kugat Chang said is actually still very very relevant with with the re, with the expression of identities melalui filem-filem tertentu apa yang aku dampak dalam kebanyakan filem yang telah diterbitkan dan ditayangkan di panggung wayang di Malaysia ini sebenarnya ianya terlalu mengikut kepada kotak-kotak tertentu yang 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 masih ni there's another quote that she mentioned in her book that she wrote in her book uh, the quote is the ethnocentric vision is seen to be so firmly entrenched in the tradition of Malay filmmaking that non-Malays would still keep away from Malaysian films. Mechanic being an exception. Okay? Di mana filem-filem Malaysia yang diterbitkan pada zaman itu, filem mainstream lah, okay? Kebanyakan filem ini sebenarnya tidak memaparkan segi sebanyak pun identiti yang berlainan daripada apa yang kita anggap sebagai the majority, iaitu Melayu dan Muslim. Jadi apabila dalam filem-filem tertentu yang 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 telah diterbitkan seperti mekanik tiba-tiba ada orang Cina cakap bahasa Cina dan bahasa Inggeris dan tiba-tiba ada orang India Malaysia yang cakap bahasa Tamil uh, itu menjadi sesuatu yang yang macam um, kita kita ber, kita bernafas setelah kita baru saja keluar daripada laut you know what I mean It's, it becomes something that a lot of people can can feel relieved about Because then people can say, well, at the very least, bukan semua 100% totally uh, Malaysian films are just film orang Melayu atau film orang Muslim. And this is um, an issue lah. And it gets to the point where sekarang pun, I would say, uh, she wrote this book nearly a decade ago, hampir 10 tahun. Ni tahun berapa? 2006 kot, kalau tak salah aku. Wah, buku yang dia tulis ni, yang dia, dia telah terbaik oleh beliau. Reclaiming Adat, by the way mengenai sebuah filem yang telah diterbitkan lebih daripada 30 tahun dulu and yet still a lot of the issues remain until today in in 2015 alright so yeah it gets to the point where people kalau dia tengok poster je oh uh, for some people bahasa yang ada kat poster tu bahasa bahasa Melayu uh, a significant number of people masih tidak akan cuba Mem, apa, uh, meluangkan masa atau memberi peluang kepada filem ini untuk untuk dinikmati. Jadi it, it is an issue. It is a com- I don't know. I, I think it, it should not be this complex, but, but it is for for many people. There is a wide 
is so complex now because of the the, the, the current situation. Now people now you know the current situation. People are you know race. You know, cold. Mm. It's a sensitive matter. You know, mm. it's, it's hit the headlines so many times. So nowadays, when people talk about race, people mm. will go, "Oh, are you sure you want to talk about that?" You know. You know <laughs> And I think, like, you know, 32 years ago, it's not really an issue. I mean, back then, they played with racial stereotypes so many times, but mm. probably, I don't think, I don't think people back then, like, would, would, you know, go to the, went to the, uh, to, 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 to media outlets saying, you know, this is, you know, this is, this is racist or whatever, because, no, you know, people, people, I think people back then were so let back, like, more let back compared to now. <laughs> so, I guess, yeah. I, I would say yes, and I would also say no uh, in, 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 in a number of different ways. Um, but this comes out from my research, not really from me having been there, okay? Uh, based on my research that I've done for my PhD, uh, I think the early 80s, the late 70s and the early 80s, that's when quite a lot of people are becoming quite agitated about the rise of Islam in a number of different ways. Some people are very supportive of it and others less so. Um, rightly or wrongly, the end result adalah pada zaman itu, pada waktu itu, uh, that's when people started to think a bit more tentang uh, uh, paparan yang tertentu lah dalam filem dan sebagainya. Dan sebenarnya, I, I'm, I'm quite interested uh, to know that this film, it was released at a time when I think uh, debate tentang isu-isu seperti apa yang telah dipaparkan dalam filem itu sebenarnya masih berlangsung. Right, and I guess to a certain extent kita masih boleh kata bahawa debat itu tidak berhenti daripada, ta- daripada tahun 80-an sampai sekarang but the end result adalah um, stable, laid back uh, I, I guess a lot of people probably but I, I would say that society as a whole mungkin rasa ada ada perasaan kurang selesa lah to, to a certain extent mengenai isu-isu yang berkaitan dengan apa yang kita nampak dalam Film ini, so I, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, we're born in the 80s, uh, but we're not 80s kids. <laughs> well, at least yeah, at least not in my case. Uh, I'm, I'm a 90s kid, so I I aku tak ingat I'm, sangat 80s macam mana. I I didn't I didn't know shit about 80s because my formative years was in the 90s. Hmm. So apa pun yang berlaku pada tahun 80-an, actually, it's really out of my memory. Boundaries, you know. <laughs> so, but, tapi, uh, you know, growing up in a Malay-centric society, of course, uh, one of the reasons why this film, in my opinion, is one of those forgotten films because not many Malays, sekarang ini, yang lahir sezaman dengan aku, want to, you know, want to identify themselves with the Malays that we portrayed in this film. Hmm. I mean, I, 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 okay. Do you, do you want to go back to the to the to the to the, to the, to the team of the film or or what? No, we we can keep on talking. No worries. All right, sure. Okay, sure. Uh, you see, film mechanic, the portrayal of it is is like a, a reflection of urban Malay society back in the early eighties. Hmm. Yeah. Zaman tu, aku, aku masih ingat lah, I mean, when I was in, in 1986, I, you know, I was like 
five, four, five years old. People, the adults, the Malay adults, in my environment, in my neighborhood, you know, when people say that, you know, I, I, you know, I'm minum beer, you know, it's not, it's not something that is considered as sensitive. It's not taboo. People, orang Melayu minum alat, people talk that openly. Hmm. Because they, they, this represent that okay, I'm, I, aku, aku pergi di sekolah apa semua. You know, it should progressive. I'm a Malay progressive. You know, hmm. because back before the 80s, the 70s, kalau kita tengok film-film Melayu zaman tu, orang Melayu ni di di apa di di dikategorikan dalam bentuk media lah into into kategori satu yang apa, orang kampung kerja membaca apa semua kerja kat sawah satu hmm. lagi the, you know, the 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 blue collar society hmm. so, so there's there's a, there's a huge polarity in that sense hmm. the, the magnet keluar you know, it's like magnet was the first film that portrays a Malay a hero a Malay hero in a in a working class a working class race hmm. Shamit is the first was the first Malay working class hero that they portray in media. Oh, I tell you what, bro. Uh, that sounds like a quote that I want to write down. <laughs> and then tweet it out later when we promote this podcast on Twitter. Shamil is the first Malay working class hero. Working class hero. How about that? Okay. See the logic, yeah? Film-film Melayu top lah, 70-an is always being stereotypically, uh, always being introduced as okay, kerja polis, kerja dekat pejabat, you know, hmm. orang kaya, kerja, I mean, all this working class. But Shamil was the first, okay, aku, aku mekanik. I, I mean, dia bukan jadi mekanik sebab dia terpaksa jadi mekanik. I mean, back to the seventies. those will be the situation that aku terpaksa kerja mekanik sebab aku tak sekolah sebab tau. Shamil became a mechanic because he wants to. Kalau kita tengok scene-scene dalam film mechanic, he proud of being mechanic. Aku still remember dalam satu scene, dia dengan Shah, apa, karakter Ahmad Tamis Rega. Hmm. Dia dengan proud, dia cakap, dia kata, dia nak, aku nak invest this RM500,000. Hmm. Cakap, minta maaf lah, Encik, karakter Ahmad Tamis Rega. Saya tak tahu pasal-pasal saham ni. Sebab saya mechanic. No, he talked that he boasts, he bragged about being a mechanic. He's so proud of that. Yes, absolutely. Back in the seventies, that kind of media portrait of a Malay character would not, you know, it would not be happening. You know, it's like so. Chanel actually reflecting, want to show that you know, I'm a new Malay man. I'm a new progressive Malay. I'm progressive. I'm I'm bold. Mm. I'm proud of being of choosing. Uh, Okay, I'm proud of not going to the stereotype carry path of oh, okay, kau dah besar, kena jadi doktor, kena jadi lawyer, kena jadi DO oh, I'm, I'm choose I choose to become a mechanic and I I'm happily exposed to the public that you know, mm. I don't know shit about the corporate world but mm. I have money so I'm trusting you, I'm a character I'm a Tamisirga, this is my money and I trust you Just two Malay from two different uh, uh, carry background, yeah. talking, same, you know, like on the same platform or the same thing. Because there's, there's no, for the first time in Malay films, there is no 
class segregation hmm. orang yang kerja white collar cakap on the same level as people who work in the uh, orang yang kerja dalam blue collar apa dalam blue collar punya career to the point that orang yang amat karir tak amat hemisferega you know simply in that sense in that sense bow out out to him saying that okay encik encik teknik saya mengambil uh, saya akan mengambil wang encik uh, Chanel yang sebanyak 500 ribu ni saya akan melaburkan mengikut apa yang seperti yang diarahkan oleh encik Chanel so so, so, so there's a clash of class hmm. in Malaysia society uh, I mean so, to be honest I don't find teknik as memorable it's not it's not even on top of my Favorite film, film that I consider as you know something that I yeah, this is great film, you know. But I mean, from storyline, acting, blah blah blah, all this technical bit of films, you know, it's not great. But in terms of portraying, you know, the social reflection, you know, try to break the mold of the stereotype, the, the stereotype of of Malaysia today. It is quite a breakthrough, lah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with you in in so many ways. First of all, aku tidak terfikir untuk membaca babak di, di antara Syamil dan Encik Razali ya, uh, watak yang dipaparkan oleh Ahmad Tamu Bisrigaro. Aku tidak terfikir untuk membaca babak tersebut dari konteks kelas and whatnot. I, but I think you are absolutely right. I think you are absolutely right. And especially Encik Razali, dia sendiri pun kita nampak daripada watak dia nampak macam dia tidak boleh dipercayai dah. <laughs> you know? Dia kita nampak dua uh, orang Melayu yang sangat berlainan dari segi background dan sebagainya. In his case, he has uh, difficulty keeping his dick in his pants uh, sebab dia selalu duk <laughs> dia dengan sekretari dia kan. <laughs> Mas eh yang, yang apa? Yang uh, peranan yang dimain oleh uh, Yasmin Yusof. Yasmin Yusof, that's right. Was she a former Miss Malaysia or something? Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, sekarang ni kalau siapa-siapa tak terkenal Yasmin Yusof, siapa-siapa pernah net, uh, yang selalu net LRT, KJ Line, the lady who said, Rentian Seteros ni. Oh, ya ke? That's her, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, good Now Lord. you know. <laughs> Now I do know. Yeah. Oh, my good Lord. Moz, why are we having... One of the best episodes, right when we're about to call it a day, man. It is amazing. Oh, well. I'm discovering so many new things. That's just there. I'll just say that. Ladies and gentlemen. Bloody that's hell. Her. That's a voice. Wow, she's going to live forever. I'll tell you that. The yeah. legacy is confirmed, all right? So, it's not just mechanic where she was a bit near. Um, you know, uh, a bit of a sex toy of, of the, the, the boss, but... Yeah. But yeah, also on, on the LRT uh, rides. But there you go. We go back to the film now. And you're absolutely right. Because the issue of class, certainly at that time, that ini sesuatu yang aku ingin kemukakan terlebih dahulu uh, bila kau kata tentang 2 plus 1 tadi. We talked about young women yang dengan apa uh, kawan-kawan lelaki yang datang ke rumah tak muhrim dan sebagainya. Uh, that was what? The early 90s, right? Or the late 80s. Yeah. And I just felt like the early 80s and the late 80s around this period of time this is when Malay society has gone undergone through a great period of change again this comes from my research <laughs> aku rasa macam 
semakin banyak semakin lama aku cakap ada benda ni macam aku belagak pula but, but but this is what i read up on right um, the nep okay the nep basically allowed for young women to be more empowered especially the young ladies yang yang mungkin pada zaman dulu mungkin mereka akan duduk kat rumah dan kerja kat rumah apa kerja jaga adik-beradik dan sebagainya tapi melalui polisi yang telah diluluskan oleh kerajaan dan perubahan waktu dan zaman dan sebagainya semakin lama mereka semakin berkebolehan untuk bukan saja untuk mengejar pendidikan lebih tinggi tetapi juga untuk keluar dan kerja dan dapat duit dan bila dah dapat duit tu mereka lebih banyak autonomi atau power yang ada lah dari segi bukan saja nak cari kerja but also dari segi pemilihan calon sebagai suami dan sebagainya so women certainly at that time were definitely in the process of being more and more empowered by the waves of modernity that that is coming through as uh, so Malaysian society and Malay society perhaps um, in particular at that moment in time so the early 80s and the late 80s around this period of time I think it would have been the time when uh, kita nampak semakin ramai orang menjadi sel- lebih selesa dengan konteks tertentu right previously you're absolutely right you know perhaps even now kalau orang lelaki datang rumah good lord scandalous but in the in, in the late in the late 80s and early 90s that would have been the basis for a sitcom right so that's what I was talking about exactly so I think to a large extent ini juga boleh di kita samakan lah dengan watak Syamil di mana Syamil bukan saja seorang lelaki Melayu from the working class yang datang dan kurang yakin dengan diri sendiri dan sebagainya yeah he's his work he's you know to be honest with you he's just a mechanic in in many ways kan but he is proud to be that mechanic he is a mechanic in an urban context di mana orang Melayu secara pada asal-usulnya lah orang Melayu dianggap sebagai titik permulaan mereka lebih kepada kampung dan sebagainya so, jadi mereka yang ada di bandar ni uh, is is a relatively new phenomenon for for the majority of quite a lot of Malays in Malaysia uh, based on historical uh, migration patterns and but you know a lot of them would come to the city and work uh, such blue collar jobs lah. but for him he's proud of it he's happy with it and he's in this case perhaps naively so showing off about the fact that he's a mechanic you know orang lain mungkin akan tengok benda ni lepas tu you're a mechanic but you have 500,000 ringgit You know? Come on lah. <laughs> this guy, this Chanel guy, went to a corporate office wearing a Macan overall. Yeah, that's right. In a freaking briefcase, man. <laughs> oh, How about that? How about that, man? How about that? I don't know whether he's brave or stupid, but certainly he is definitely confident, right? As a, I mean, I think back during those times, that is considered as a, having a ball of steel. Yeah, <laughs> balls of steel. Guy. Well, yeah. The guy with the ball still. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, so so we see a little bit of the class issues related to race to a certain extent, and perhaps even gender as well. Um, I think Hafsham was taking a simpler approach. We were talking about how things become very complex and whatnot, but I I do agree with you to a certain extent. Apa boleh kau kata Hafsham sebenarnya dia buat filem saja. I would say dia nak buat filem, yes. Tapi dia buat filem yang uh, for obviously dia nak meng- mengkritik sedikit sebanyak sebahagian daripada masyarakat Malaysia. But he is a very smart man and he would know that 
by keeping things simple, he's actually tackling complex issues in interesting ways. So there's another quote by Susan Lancaster. All right, I mean we we've been talking about all the different races, tapi kita tercakap tentang Susan Lancaster lagi. It's quite interesting. Um, we almost forgot about her. Yeah, she's of course a Caucasian, and she's still active in the industry here in Malaysia. And what is interesting about her character was she was something well, not quite a femme fatale, but certainly in the beginning she was. Um, Flirting with Shamil a lot—it's <laughs> just again that's not something you will see in real life, you know. You know, minah saleh nak nak flirt dengan mekanik. I mean, please lah, you know. But there's uh, one point when Shamil asked her when she was about to walk away. Pati tanya, you ni orang apa kan? Pati dia kata orang putih ke, orang hitam ke, orang coklat ke, orang biru ke. Kita semua orang Malaysia kan. <laughs> I remember when we watched this together uh, for the last time we wanted to record this episode. Aku ingat lagi kita tengok ni, we both of us were laughing and and for for obvious reasons because it does, as I said just now, help to simplify what is a complex issue. And perhaps at the end of the day, it actually is not really all that complex to begin with, right? But certainly, ini bukan satu dialogue atau secebis dialogue yang ditulis. Uh, secara kebetulan sahaja Aku rasa memang It's a very deliberate And simplistic approach To what could possibly be deemed As a complex issue by some people So So there's a whole uh, Host of scenes uh, That actually play around with this uh, Another scene that I want to talk about We move on from uh, the, the scenes that we mentioned earlier uh, There's one other scene that's actually directly related to race uh, before we close the book on the whole racing and move on to other parts about the film uh, ada satu bahagian di mana Syamil bermimpi malam pertama kan dia jumpa duit tu kalau tak silap aku dia balik rumah mak dia kata hang, hang patut pergi apa pulangkan balik duit tu ke apa ke lepas tu malam tu dia tidur dia peluk <laughs> dia peluk duit eh pernah mistaken ke dia tidur atas duit aku can't remember the exact scene now but what I do remember is dia bermimpi tentang bagaimana dia akan belanja duit tersebut and there were a number of scenes where dia tengah dok kau tak silap aku dia ada uh, mandi kat swimming pool ke apa ke right is this uh, a part in the swimming pool patut ada minah salih datang macam checking him out and what not patut there's another scene where dia masuk kereta driver dia mak salih kan if i'm not mistaken right so again playing around with the whole racial thing you will not see this happening in real life But it's a very deliberate attempt to, I don't know, subvert, overturn, um, to go against the grain of society at that time. Um, what do you think? How realistic is the chances of uh, us having a white guy as a driver in Malaysia? <laughs> okay. Not very. Actually, that, actually, that scene is very typically Malay guy. Hmm. Um, When I was young, you know, when I was hanging out with my friends and all that, you know, people... You're still young, bro, by the way. And just, just yeah, young. I mean, when I was a lot, a lot more younger, putting my shoes when I was a lot more younger I would say hey man I'm going to like 
being so rich, I'm going to like hit the pool, having this lot of white chicks in bikinis surrounding me. I mean, I'm going to like, you know, living in a very hedonistic kind of way. Right? Like to, to top it off, I'm going to have the British chauffeur as my driver. How about mm-hmm. that? You know, I, I can't say 90% guys like that would give you the exact same answer as what we portrayed in a particular scene. Mm. So it's not nothing special about it, but again, it's a reflective of Malay society during that time. Hmm. Which, kalau there's a reboot of Mechanic in 2015, I would think that would be the case. You know? So, yeah, I, mean, I, I think that, that thing is not really a, 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 a racial stereotype. It's more like a, 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 a mindset, you know, a, a reflective of a mentality of a, of a general you know general um, Malay society during that time because you, you, you have to remember orang Melayu start progressive in the early 80s back uh, when uh, Tun Mahathir started to become the Prime Minister hmm. he's the one that always shouted about they need to be progressive they need to drop the jungle and you know go and stretch towards uh, economy now there's there are two to face the national the new economic policy you know you need to explain blah 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 so orang bayi zaman tu dah tak boleh fikir you know you know instead of you know looking forward that I'm going to hold this jungle for the rest of the years I'm like becoming something I can become someone so yeah then, then I think that is the very basic uh uh, visualization of you know very general layman Malay guy hmm. during those days of how they live and how how, how the, the lifestyle of rich and famous would be like. Hmm. But yeah, <laughs> that's my take on that whole thing. It's not really a racial issue. It's very more towards the the, the perspective of, of of Malay society right now that you know. I can actually becoming and you know a modern guy, mm. you know, regardless of where I, regardless of my background, you know, I can, aku boleh, you know, aku mungkin berdasarkan dari kampung and whatnot. But the thing is, you know, I can be this modern corporate guy with a lot of white chicks and bikinis surrounding me. So mm. yeah, that's what I think. Eh? Right. Sure, fair enough. A fantasy uh, certainly something that that we think about at that time. Aku rasa pada zaman sekarang pun mungkin ada ramai yang berfikir seperti itu. Uh, race, uh, rightly or wrongly, is, 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 is part of that. But but I see where you're coming from. And I think to a certain extent, uh, the, the logic is very strong. Okay, So we move on from that, the, the race part. And there are a number of other scenes where uh, certain comments about uh, Malaysian society at that time could be made. Okay, uh, there's one scene where I think we mentioned earlier about the the scene the antara Encik Razali dan Mas, uh, his secretary. I think they were apa? Um, apa? <laughs> Off the top of my head, tiba-tiba aku terlupa sekarang. Uh, dia nak bagi secretary dia necklace ke apa kan? Right? Lepas tu dia pura-pura terjatuh kan? Kena lah. Sejeluri Ya, jewelry eh. Lepas tu terjatuh kat dalam baju dia, baju mask kan, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then suddenly they got behind the desk and then they were on the floor and then mask was resisting slightly but 
Encik Razali was well, you know, he's doing guy. Well, you know, it's, it is Yasmin Yusuf. I think um, she is. You mentioned fantasy earlier, and I think um, she is the, the the fantasy of quite a lot of guys. I don't know. I I, I look at that, and at first I thought, no, I, I'm not entirely sure. Somebody ini merupakan sebuah babak yang I feel very comfortable with because anytime I see people resisting on screen, I, I think of rape, and I think rape is not really. <laughs> it's not really a, a comedy thing to to be dealing with, at least not not in this way. But but I don't know whether that's just me or or whether uh, that's something that a lot of other people think as well. Certainly a sexy scene, right? For a number of different reasons. Then sebabnya uh, arwah makmus uh, marah kau dulu uh, marah kau. Can we say marah? Mungkin ditegur lah. Um, the dance scene at Mimalan. <laughs> that was a scene uh, where uh, Shamil went dating with his girlfriend, uh, Rina, yeah, Julie Farida, I think. And they were dancing. It's a kind of a parody of Bollywood films where they were dancing and rolling around and, and chasing each other around trees and whatnot. But it's hujan. Mula hujan pula tu And then both of them got wet And then tiba-tiba close up on Muka girlfriend dia Lepas tu girlfriend dia kata I dah basah <laughs> Yeah, I think that is That was the scene that my My late mom was so furious about Because I was a kid I didn't know about that I, t- I, I took it as a Apa? Abang, apa? Abang, I basah I dah basah oh, I, I, I dah basah I took, I took it as a Yeah, she's Mom, she's dancing in the freaking way. Of course she's wet. Yeah, lah, remember that. Yeah. I took it as that. And I was like, so naive. I was like this precocious six-year-old boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was so innocent. I didn't know about that. And, you know, and mama was so furious. And so I was like, what is so, you know, what is so wrong about a woman dancing in a way? And then she got wet. I was like, you know, it, 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 it took me like 10 years to realize what that well, I tell you what, I would be furious if I was, uh, you know, if, if my son was watching that scene, I, I would be furious as well. But that's the quality, I think, of this film, whereby kita tengok sebagai orang dewasa, kita faham, but Kalau budak-budak kecil tengok dan mereka tak faham Sebenarnya You're not going to see or detect that immediately Faham tak? Yeah. And it's actually In that regard It's actually quite safe It's only The risk is only later Bila kau dah besar Kau tengok lagi filem ni Dan kau faham Lepas tu kau fikir Ya Allah tuanku My childhood is ruined <laughs> That might be the only thing lah You know But I guess that's inevitable To a large extent Because Any film you watch You're only going to be able to watch it uh, from the prism of of your of your time, kita tak boleh nak tengok dan kita faham sebenarnya. So, I see it as a lot of dialogue that's playing around with 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 double meanings and triple meanings and whatnot. Tapi even if you don't get it, it's you don't. It does not actually make you think of the thing that you don't get. Faham tak? It's not a visual. It's not a visual kind of sexuality yang bahaya sangat sampai menjejaskan moral masyarakat faham tak you know what i mean 
So, if your mother had 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 allowed for you to just watch that scene, I think you know it would not have been as memorable as it is now. <laughs> You know, it would have just passed by Dan kau tak, mungkin tak terfikir Tentang benda tu pun, you know So Well You know All all people are going to be All people, kan So, they're going to look at From their perspective And mm. they're going to like, you know Put that perspective Onto this Six-year-old boy This mm. innocent six-year-old boy You know, it's not going to change me You know, I, I didn't grow up Becoming so innocent about sex I, I, I know a lot of things about sex, you know Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no need to show off. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we know you're a stud. <laughs> no, no, I'm stopping that. You know. I mean, I'm just kidding, bro. No worries. To, to all parents, I mean, to yourself. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kids would eventually grow up and knows about that and be curious about it. So you know, you know, if you have a kid, you know, this is a PSA to all parents nowadays. You know, you have a kid and you watch this. You know, you watch movie with them, and this is a lot of things being so a lot of skin being show being being displayed. You know, like you know, just 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 play it cool. Mm. You know, like if my kids, you know, if I watch mechanic with my you know children one day, it's like it's like, oh yeah, what is she talking about? Oh, what what she's talking about? She said, ah, oh, you're going to know that in ten years time, boy. You just wait. As for now, let's just enjoy this goddamn movie. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to play like that. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not saying that what my mom did was wrong. You know, but you know, being me, being a modern guy, yeah, I have different way of looking at things. So, yeah. Hmm. What the hell I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? This is this is the theme of our podcast for how many episodes, you know? Kita cakap, 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 betul? Eh, ini betul ke? Well, there are a couple of other things that we do need to talk about. Uh, there's another line of dialogue in the film where a uh, young lady, dia pergi ke kedai apa tak? Apa tidak cari screwdriver kan? Lepas tu, uh, she made a call I think to that particular shop. But they say, "Give me a screw." But the 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 guys on the on the other end of the phone line, they said, "A big one or a small one? Uh, a short one or a long one?" Can you get that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, another line that bagi mereka yang tidak begitu faham, tidak begitu fasih tentang the sexual or the double meanings of that particular part, it's just going to pass by. But the fact is, you definitely need to have an understanding. Not just of Malaysian, uh, apa, Malaysian culture at the time, but also the Western culture. Because give me a screw, uh, it's a very specific American reference. In in I, I don't I mean based on what I remember from my time in in England, I we don't really talk about uh, having sex by using the word screw. You know what I mean? When when I say we, I don't mean we. I mean masalah aku kenal lah. So I think it's a very specific American term dan ini yang menariklah di mana kita menonton filem ini untuk memahami filem ini sepenuhnya kita bukan saja harus lebih rapat dan lebih kenal dengan uh, masyarakat Malaysia pada waktu itu tapi juga budaya orang barat pada zaman itu so maybe in that regard ini bukan sahaja sebuah filem Malaysia yang dianggap sebagai Malaysia uh, Malaysian film you know tetapi an international film or just a film as a film Uh, going back to what you mentioned earlier, so 
I, 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 I think that's one of those lines that stands out for a number of different reasons. And yeah, we move on. So we talked about Mi Kung Fu, the dance scenes at Mimalan. The one final scene that I want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's also a very cool scene. Um, Mota Dahari, Kena Zaman. I mean, before you, 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 you know, you, you're going on with the, with the you know, laughing at the joke, I think many people actually didn't know, doesn't know. Who's Moktadari? Who is Moktadari, bro? I could think of my man. Who is this guy they call Super Mok? Hmm. Guys, ladies, you know, uh, you know, now that you're going Google, now you're going all crazy with David Beckham and all these guys, you know, all these white guys in EPL, in La Liga and whatnot. You know, Moktadari was our own, you know, super, uh, I think he's the, he was like the first superstar footballer, you know? Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is way before the, 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 I think the Liga Perdana, menjadi Liga Perdana. This is zaman sebetul, bro. I mean, you know, sekarang ni orang macam, wow, footballer is like superstar, kan? Zaman ni buatan hari kerja, you know, he, he's a part-timer, you know. Hmm. He worked, you know, I, I don't know, I think he worked with JKR or something during the day and during the night. He's a, he's a, he's a football superstar. Hmm. Okay. Certainly something like that is uh, an official position that has to be considered. I think quite a lot of uh, very well-known players in the past for official reasons. I think someone like Ferenc Puskas, okay, sebuah, sebuah pula, seorang pemain bola sepak dari Hungary yang agak terkenal uh, because Hungary was a, I think it was a communist state at that time he cannot leave the country to certainly not at that time to play for other clubs so he had to play for a, a, a Hungarian club the army team and officially he was a soldier so, but because <laughs> nobody nobody thinks of him as a soldier per se uh, he's, he's a footballing superstar so much, much in the same way I don't think Mokhtar Dahari is was to be found behind the desk at JKR Gemanaga do apa tulis surat dia apa maybe not so much but yeah his contribution to Malaysian society adalah sesuatu yang lebih besar daripada itu and absolutely i would agree with you the first Malaysian superstar certainly based on what i know of Malaysian football right so <laughs> he was in this film <laughs> how about that you know you, you don't see that, that. sekarang ni Safiq Rahim atau Safi Sali ada ke dalam filem KL Gangster ada kan ha. <laughs> <laughs> Johor Gangster lah kan Safi Sali dapat jadi apa hero ikan billboard lah ok lah yeah. Sa- Safi yang menunggang <laughs> I think they're just looking for uh, actors or, or performers yang nama dia mula dengan S if you yeah. if you notice they, they have a number of billboards dengan Syamsi Usof yeah, because S Y. Yeah, S S Y M. So who's, who's, who's the next one? <laughs> Safik ah. I, I, I think I saw that too lah. Hmm. I mean, for sure, Safi Sali tak ada motor S Y M. Kamu ada? I mean, Safi Yusof tak ada motor S Y M. Okay, mungkin mungkin dia ada, tapi dia tak pakai kot. Hmm. I don't think Samsung Yusuf pergi pasar naik motor kapcai. Come on lah, man. I don't even think Samsung Yusuf pergi pasar. <laughs> Uh, 
I, I don't know. Man, the man that's got to eat his vegetables to keep up his strength. You know, he's one of the few actors who consistently act and direct and write and edit his own films. Dan filem dia bukan filem drama lah. Filem dia semua. <laughs> filem dia kena belasah atau ada belasah orang. It's, it's not easy to do. The man's got to eat his vegetables and and get his meat. You, know you you have to live by your art. You know, if you're a freaking gangster, you don't go to pasar, man. That's not gangster. I mean, what else? If you like motor SYM, that's not gangster, man. Come on. Well, that depends what, what, what you're talking about. Um... Because I was doing my research uh, about this issue uh, a number of years ago, and I came across this film, film Vietnam. Kata saya aku, tajuk dia Budoi Cholon. And Budoi Cholon ni sebenarnya adalah area dalam uh, I don't know which city. I can't remember now, but it's definitely set in Vietnam. Unless I'm grossly mistaken, um, I'm gonna post the link of the trailer for you guys. And I saw that film. And it's it's badass, man. You know, ada banyak watak-watak yang sangat berlainan dan mereka sangat fasih dalam uh, silat dan dalam street fighting arts and whatnot. It's a it seems like a proper action film, though. But then they don't run away or they don't uh, so-called drive away their cars. Uh, they would go <laughs> they would ride away on their motorcycle, lah. So. I, I I watched it. Uh, I watched this, and there'll be some scenes where they want to talk some macho gila. But then, you know, at the end of the scene where they have to back away, you know, we have to like retreat with honor and whatnot. Then they go and like the So, um, to dispute your claims earlier, sebenarnya ada gangster yang naik motor kapcai, cuma bukan kat Malaysia kan? Then, in Vietnam, motos S Y M might be equivalent to Harry Davidson. You never know. Sial betul kau ni. Since you know this is the last episode, so you just want to piss off our listeners in Vietnam, right? Um, of which we have none. But still, but still, bro. To all Guyan out there, I'm sorry, man. I don't to piss off all you Guyans, you know. Yes, 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 yes. On a side note, on a side note, uh, kawan aku ada dalam film tu. Uh, a fellow friend of mine, a fellow friend of mine, a friend of mine, who studied with me in Korea. He was also a recipient of the same scholarship, and so there were a number of Asians there. And he was there. He was doing his degree in acting, and he acted in the film. He had a supporting role in the film, and I know him fairly well. Now, in in the sense that. Uh, we have made a number of films together um, and we have worked together uh, for for a number of different uh, productions he helped me out and whatnot aku pun ada tolong dia buat apa some editing for some of his acting real and he did, he was in the film his role was actually quite significant as in he was like the secondary lieutenant i think or the main the the, the lieutenant for the main good guy or something like that faham tak apa aku maksudkan So he was in the final fight scene. Tapi dia, in the in the final fight scene, he he died. So it's just, oh my god, he died. In action film, hmm. if you're one of the prominent characters and if you die, meaning that you're not you're not important, man. Because you know, if the the the, yeah, the, 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 the filmmaker decides to kill you, 
on the third act. Hmm. Well, I don't think you get bit that much. Huh? So, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, you, you, I don't know. I see where you're coming from, but I got to say, you managed to get all the way to the final act. <laughs> That's when everybody else has died along the way. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a fine achievement, I think. It's a fine achievement. But, uh, but, well, at least he died, you know, gallantly. You know, he did. He it was a very oh, it's a it's a it's a rough death, man. But but <laughs> but anyways, I'm just I don't know why why we got that far. But uh, yeah. it was, it's basically what I'm trying to tell you, listeners out there. It's strange to see your friends die on screen. I'm just throwing it out there. I know it sounds obvious, maybe, but but you know sometimes kita perlu cakap tentang benda-benda yang nampak macam obvious lah. So, anyways, where were we? Mak tak dari ya. Super mock yang menunggang. Um, so he got stopped by the police officer. Um, and in fact, in this film, dia bukan main watak lain. It's not like he's acting a different role. He's actually he's actually acting as himself. And uh, he got stopped by the police officer. Uh, and the police officer actually didn't want to let him go, kan? <laughs> dia kena saman in the end. Dia kena saman. Lepas tu dia minta signature super mock pula. <laughs> and then, you know, um, Shamil was driving past. Lepas tu Shamil nampak macam, eh, mock tadari kena saman. <laughs> like, what's up with... I mean, I mean, into, uh, kalau kita pick sama sekarang lah, macam, what's up big deal about that? But, you know, back then, yeah, he was... Yeah, it was big, man. Mm. Yeah, because you no know, superstar back then it was like God, you know. Mm. You know, you don't get summer you know, if you're a football superstar as you know as Motadari who played maybe you know few years back, you know, or maybe few months before that scene, he was played with the legendary Diego Maradona. Yeah, mm. you know, get a guy who played with that kind of level, you know. Who would thought that he would get summoned? Sebab apa? Tak pakai helmet ke apa? Oh, dia tak pakai seatbelt. I can't remember. <laughs> I think uh, dia tak pakai seatbelt. Because ah, he was belt. he was driving, right? So, I don't, I don't think people be wearing a helmet while they're driving their cars. But I don't know, it's the 80s. It's the 80s. It, you know, like I said, I was born in the 80s, but I wasn't an 80s kid. So, people probably do things differently back then. But anyways... <laughs> no, people... People think differently back then. <laughs> well, it can never be too safe, right? Can you know? I, I, I bet some people have been involved in accidents, wish they were wearing helmets while driving their cars. So, something for us to look into, right? PDRM, get on it. Okay. Anyways, um, Ku Gek Cheng also wrote about this particular scene. Menurut beliau, as for the over vigilant and incorruptible traffic officer in the comedy mechanic. One should read the representation as replete with irony because of his very blatant denial that police corruption is rife. Mus, do you agree? Adakah ini sebenarnya sesuatu yang yang dipaparkan dengan secara ironik ataupun is is meant to be a straight up a strange scene? What, what, what do you think? Oh, I mean, looking at the context of a mechanic, you know, film mechanic, yang dah ber apa dah berlapis-lapis di penyusun windows, you know, I think bila dah sampai scene Muktadari tu people already got the idea that you know the irony is going to be the part you know hmm. people are not think that oh, come on I mean 
common sense lah. I don't think kalau aku hidup zaman tu macam, yeah, I get the joke. You know, be like, come on lah, police baik macam ni. It's not going to happen, man. Kan, 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 kan. Yeah, I, I, I agree with her. I, I thought it was him. Anyway, Kukit uh, Chen, you know, so masculine name. I know, again, I'm not Chinese, so, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, this, this, this lady, actually, uh, well, it, it, she's putting the obvious, you know. She's putting the obvious, but, mm. you know, but to put it in the, in, 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 the, in academic, Uh, forum such as uh, book, you know, big discrimination. That I, I, I think it's like discrimination that as an academic uh, reference. No, very, very academic. Yeah. So, 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 well, in a way, she's she's putting out the obvious, mm. but you know, but to put you know to put it you know in such a way that you know you know it, it, to rephrase what she she's trying to 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 say is. You know what? This guy making a joke. You know, we can see it as the portrayal of an honest cop, oh. honest policeman. You know, trying to deny a crime. The irony is the joke. Hmm. People know about it, but people don't talk about it openly. That's the thing. Hmm. But you know, but people don't actually. You know, people laugh at it. People laugh at the joke. You know, on the surface, you know, they would say that you know. It's funny because Mukhtar Dahari tried to bribe this honest <laughs> But everyone knows, you know, the, 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 the part of the joke is the irony. And this lady is so smart that she put it in the, you know, you know she put it in the, you know, in the office context, like, I don't know, 30 years later, I guess, you know, and Everybody, you know, Moktadari pun dah tak ada dah apa semua. I think the police pun dah pencet pergi haji dah tobat ke apa semua. So, so I think it's safe for her. So, yeah. <laughs> well, she didn't identify the the police officer by name. So, I guess it, it would be safe all the same, all the way around. You're right about the laughter though. You're right about the laughter. And this is something that a lot of Malaysians would watch. And mereka akan faham secara lebih, uh, I don't know, secara lebih... Uh, tersirat maybe can we say that right and yeah. the, that segues nicely into the the, the last part uh, of of this uh, mechanic film that we're talking about here uh, a review by Ki Tuan Chai right dalam New Straits Times yang diterbitkan pada 13 September 1983 review beliau <laughs> Yeah, I was but, like one years old. Yeah, I know the things you find on Google. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or the things you find through Google, right? On the internet. Hmm, betul. At last, a film that is truly Malaysian. Itu judulnya. Uh, there, there are one or two things that we have covered already that is written about in this particular review. Uh, the one thing that I want to I want to discuss is. Uh, I think one of the last lines of the review Now we can laugh at them And therefore ourselves And feel the liberation that comes with the laughter Only the cockeyed Would view such good-natured fun As racist insult Okay On screen are astute observations of Malaysian life Cinematic cousins of Lutz print cartoons Replete with the funny racial types Local colour and Satirical edge. Now, Mus, hmm. kita tak cukup 
uh, tertawakan diri sendiri ke dalam konteks Malaysia ni as a whole do we take things like this too seriously now maybe back then like I said before people are more like back hmm. uh, sekarang ni ada oh, sedih aku nak cakap you know tak <laughs> 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 sekarang sekarang you know uh, you know to make joke about you know about ourselves you, know, you have to play it around with the risk card and that's not cool back then it was cool tapi you know you, you have to, to to see you know you have to understand that magnetic wasn't mean to become a Malaysian film <coughs> for me it's a Malay film it's a totally Malay film hmm. it's a film that was made by Malay with the intention for Malay audience Mechanic hmm. was one of the film that was born after, uh, by, the by the introduction of NAP NAP back in the early 80s meant the progressive of Malay to came out from this stereotype Malay characteristic of of agriculture and whatnot and so forth. So actually, it's a very Malay film. <coughs> but the but you know but we can see that uh, the other races yang selama ni rasa macam you know, we are the second class citizen and whatnot. You know they understand the the but that is what the, they want you know believe to be a liberal progressive open-minded Malay yeah. I think maybe Mr. Key during that time uh, you know was so enthusiastic about that film that oh for the first time in my life you know I see a Malay film that touch all you know that 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 is so open-minded and liberal so say okay this is a Malaysian film hmm Actually, it's you know, deep down. It's a Malay film. Hmm. I, I can see where you're coming from. Just now when you said for the first time in my life, I thought to pick a lagu Richard Marx. Eh? No. Eh? Uh, Diana Ross dengan Lana Richie. Oh, you said. Oh, no. Kenny Loggins. No? No. Kenny Rogers. No. <laughs> for the first no. time. <laughs> I have seen a Malay film. No. I think no. that. You know, I don't. I'm that's really, not Diana Ross. Yeah, yeah Diana Ross dengan Luther Ventros. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that because the names rhyme? Therefore, you mention it uh, together. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm way too young to remember all this. Ah, come on. That's a classic. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yes, uh, perhaps he would actually, Mr. Key, as, as you refer to him, uh, perhaps he would. Re- I don't know. Perhaps he would rethink about what he said. 30 years ago as would many people and that's something to be considered uh, I, I don't actually know him very well but when I see the name Ki Tuan Chai aku rasa macam dia bukan dia mamat yang buku dia ada dijual kat kedai mamat ke hmm. you know um, no bullshit taken ke apa ke <laughs> I think he's one of the guy yang quite you know quite critical of the from from the you know political perspective I mean I think his writing nowadays is very towards uh, the liberalization of Malaysia so anyway that's the that, that's different story altogether so anyway back to back to Philip what was it I forgot man um, yeah. that's well that's one thing here about cinematic cousins of Lutz print 
cartoons. Do you agree? Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%, yes. Yes. Well, there's something we can agree with, with Mr. Key, even if he might not agree with himself 30 years ago. Uh, but that's a totally different issue altogether, right? Because, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, we have come to the end of this particular part, at least, of this podcast. We will continue with the next part in a short while. Um, for now, at least, Mus, ada apa lagi nak cakap tentang film mechanic? Yeah, okay. Uh, my last take on mechanic. Eh? This is my opinion. I never said my. I never said my opinion about mechanic. Eh, I thought you did. Tak ada ke? No, this is very personal. Oh, okay. Personal. <laughs> Saving the best for last. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. You know, we have been talking about mechanic for the last one hour and four minutes. Well, uh, many people yeah. would think that. Uh, I think uh, mechanic is like one of my favorite films. No, actually, it's not. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, to be honest, I don't. You know, I, 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 Uh, it's never been analyzed. It's never been top of my favorite film and whatnot. But uh, the the thing about uh, Mechanic is that I find personally interesting. I suka tengok film lama because I'm a very nostalgic person. Hmm. Uh, I I suka tengok film lama, especially Malay film back in the 70s and 80s, hmm. because I like to see how Malay society. Uh, live during the time the, the, the urban Malay culture of the era hmm. and also at the same time I like to see you know KL back in the 80s back in the 80s so making a lot of extension of KL so I was like wow this is KL back in the 70s back in the back in the 80s man you know it's hmm. so simple you know hmm. so, so it's a very so for me Mechanic and all a lot of Malay film back in the 70s it's like a time machine for me now. It's, 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 it's a reflective of what society back during the sand mm. and the, the, the interesting thing is you know, if we compare it to the uh, Malay film in the context sekarang, you know, it's it's so far apart you know so far apart it's like uh, I, I, my I'm going to say my with a lot of Malay out there I see that the Malay society back in the late 80s was on the, you know if we put on the graph it's like on the rise and then at Tiba in the year 2000 start turun balik turun 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 I don't know why hmm. because kalau tengok eh film mechanic paparan Malay society dalam film mechanic sangat-sangat hedonis come on lah kau tunjuk Syamal pergi club disco minum marak balik mabuk apa semua mak dia cakap apa ish 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 Syamal apalah berada dengan kau ni betul ya eh, mak dia cakap Ya, itu yang mak dia cakap hmm. ya, Mak ni masa tu dengan pakai Telekong apa semua Dengan anak balik dengan ada lipstick ya, apa, Ada lipstick mark dekat baju so, Mak cakap Macam mana Kau ni perlu nak kahwin It's like Oh my god If that was my mom I'm going to You know I'm, Aku dah arwah sekarang you know, Kalau <laughs> yeah. But But Yeah But That was okay So So From my understanding Orang Melayu You know embracing hedonistic because that time was okay it's okay mm. you know, it, it, there's nothing taboo about it there's nothing sensitive about it mm. there's nothing that there's no morally or ethically wrong about it you know you being a Malay Muslim and whatnot at the same time you go to the, you go to club you flirt with women go you know dengan balik mabuk semua 
school. You know, I'm just part of the I'm part of the whole Malay urban Malay society. But use that context into this film. I mean, it's not going to happen, man. Wow. I mean, the the the, the I don't know what happened to it at the peak of the graph. That's mm. that what makes it go down. Kalau sekarang ni punya film mak atau dia punya preaching. It's like I'm going to take a nap and just like slip my throat, you know. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, sekarang ni kalau aku nak tengok konteks Sharonistic, mesti it's being used as a plot device that, okay, aku dulu seorang jahil. So, put on scene, dia pergi kelap, bla bla bla, nari-nari, mabuk-mabuk. So, at the second act, aku dah taubat. So, in the end, it's like a character development of from being bad, you know, be portrayed as Sharonistic. Jadi baik pakai kopiah, hadir ke friend pakai tudung, macam mana? Hmm. But back in the back of the day, that was not the case. You know, it's, I mean, that was I, you know, what what's so interesting, what was so personally interesting about back in the day, you know, Malay society, or Malay, you know, the urban Malay society at that time, they were so cool, you know, hmm. <laughs> cool. You know, sometimes I, I wish I was, you know, I, I, I live in the era. And if I live in the era, I don't know. And I, I might be, I, I might become someone else. Hmm. You know, I don't understand. Who would you become? That would be very interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, I, zaman tu aku akan melihat ekonomi as like a religion to me, you know. Malay kena progressive, Malay kena, you know, being... The, 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 at the pinnacle of uh, of the nation economies blah 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 hmm. shit man I might be one of the success story of NEP I know that might be the case yeah I I might not end up calling you Saudara Muz I might end yeah. up having to call you Datuk Muz yeah mungkin aku YB dekat Dewan Rakyat Speaker you know holding Chris or something I don't know I might be there I don't know Well, there's definitely going to be a Chris involved uh, one way or another. But I, I do have to agree. Um, I There's a number of different reasons kenapa kita sekarang telah menjadi masyarakat sekarang uh, pada waktu ini. And of course, to discuss that would facilitate the starting of a whole new series. Okay, Not just a, another episode, tetapi siri baru, siri podcast baru yang cuba mengolah tentang isu-isu yang tentu yang berkaitan dengan hal ini tetapi uh, there, are, there are a couple of things that we have to we have to consider here number one you use the word hedonistic I think at that time it's not really hedonistic it's just what it is it's just that sekarang ni kita melihat dari perspektif kita pada zaman di mana kita ada satu image tentang apakah itu orang Melayu dan orang Muslim di Malaysia dan bila kita melihat kembali kepada zaman yang dahulu di mana bukan saja dalam filem mekanik tetapi dalam filem piramli juga try to think of macam Maru Tiga for example they were wearing some really tight clothes in there you know what I mean and it, it, all these things are very open and 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 it's, it seems fine for that particular era but that's what it is it's, it's just that era cuma kita bila kita melihat kembali dari perspektif kita kita menghakimi bahawa era itu adalah hedonistik ataupun orang tak sedar diri ataupun apa-apalah right so i think it's just what it is at that time and i'm sure um, even right now this is the era we're living in 
And perhaps a lot of people are just not aware that sebenarnya they are being preachy. Faham tak? People are just not aware that they are being a pain in the ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just this, It just feels natural to them because they are born and bred in this particular moment in time. Cuma sekarang ni kita sedar bahawa oh, this is a, you know this is not the way things probably should be. Mungkin kita lebih sedar dari zaman de- uh, yang yang lain lah kalau kita tengok dari perspektif zaman yang akan datang ke apa ke orang masa depan akan melihat kembali ke zaman ini yang patut mereka berfikir bahawa ya Allah there was actually this guy called Ibrahim Ali what the hell is he what the hell is going on over there man <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I mean that's what our, I'm, I'm trying to put, to put up in in, in 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 context yang macam uh, I, I, when I say Hellenistic I'm not I'm not saying it in a very bad way hmm Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying that Hellenistic is like something that is uh, normal. It's, it's, it's like everyday life. It's like something that people embrace. Zaman Peramli, yeah, it's a totally different story because zaman Peramli, zaman tu, the, the portrayal of uh, modern society is only for uh, for selected classes. Yang kalau kau lagi dalam aristokrat, bla bla bla. So, so dalam filem ramai banyak uh, play with uh, class issue, the clashes of class, macam darah pecah, you know, a lot of, you know, there's always a, the clashes of class in the in ramai filem, whether it's a comedy or serious. But dalam filem macam ni, there's no, you know, the, 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 the line tak ada, you know, the line that separate the class, dah tak, dah. This is not it. Like everyone can be had. Like everyone can embrace that lifestyle and whatnot. Hmm. That, you know, I mean, that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, tapi zaman sekarang ni is back to that segregation of class. Hmm. You know, and race. Hmm? Yeah, segregation in general, I guess, not just class. Yeah, yeah. Although, I mean, or kalau dalam kalau dalam filem kalau cerita Melayu sekarang ya, like sah TV drama ke filem ke, orang kampung tu tinggal ke kampung, pakai baju kurung, ada tudung and whatnot. Orang kaya tinggal kat mana. And so, and sekarang ni, apa apa carrier pilihan hero Melayu, hero Malaya zaman sekarang? Kerja pilot. Semua orang kerja pilot sekarang. Semua <laughs> kerja pilot. Tak adalah, jadi mekanik ke penari getah mana ada kan? Hmm, pilot itu suamiku. Pilot <laughs> itu suamiku. Right, well, there's, there's no such show or film, ladies and gentlemen. Yet, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out there. Yeah, well, there, there's no such show, but there probably should be. <laughs> well, yeah. we already did one back in 1983. Why not now? So, huh. absolutely, right? <laughs> Pilot, <laughs> sequel to mechanic. How about that? Aku dah penat gila tengok cerita Melayu si hero siapa pilot? Siapa pilot? Shit, tak ada lain ke? Well, just... <laughs> it's one of those jobs that apparently you get to sleep with a lot of uh, different women. So. Yeah, yeah. Shit, man. I, 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 Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, let's make sure that your fiancé does not hear of this. <laughs> we'll just delete the whole part out. Yeah, I'll, I'll edit it out later. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. And I will not send her this link. Right. <laughs> by by that, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I, I mean that I will send her this link. So, but you know, the truth, the truth must come out, and the truth is, for now, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of this part, which is what I said probably 15 minutes ago. <laughs> We're going to take a short break, and then we will continue again right after this. So don't go anywhere. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. We're back. Oh, for the to... final to... countdown. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. We're back. We're back. I'm going to miss that, man. <laughs> uh, you know what, bro? I, I, yeah, we have reasons why we're doing this. Ada sebab-sebab yang tentu kenapa kita telah memutuskan untuk well, to, to not do this anymore. You know, for, for a number of different reasons which we will not exactly share all of it online. But the fact of the matter is now I feel like, you know what, bro? I, I There's so many things I still want to talk about, you know? Aku rasa macam cerita kita belum belum sampai lagi titik di mana aku rasa puas hati tau. Aku tahu kau kata tentang 20 episod. But you know what? I was never going to stop at 20 episodes, man. I'm sorry if you felt like that was the target. But for me, aku rasa macam shit. You know, there's just so much to talk about. I want to talk about um, uh, film Abang. You know, Abang 92, you know. Um, now I'm doing my research about uh, Malaysian cinema. Other films like Putri Impian, you know. I want to talk about... <laughs> hey, I'm not kidding. Hey, it would have been good fun, man. Amy Mastura, I had the biggest crush on her way back then. And... Yeah, that was like the Britney Spears of, of Malaysian back then, I guess. And Britney Spears was also someone who I had the biggest crush on way back then. <laughs> so it probably explains why. But uh, the end result is banyak lagi aku nak cakap. I, I, I want to talk about so many things. And I feel like this podcast um, has become a way in which I can keep myself sane. Faham tak? Kalau I know. Kalau tak, aku rasa macam aku jadi gila dengan semua benda lain yang sedang ber- berlaku dengan, dengan kerja yang aku buat, PhD lah, apa semua. Is, um, it, it becomes... It becomes insane. But... Uh, yeah, but that, that, that's for me. I have to say that I... Come back to the point. Aku setuju. I'm, I'm going to miss the whole we're back and I'm going to miss uh, tuan-tuan perempuan sekalian uh, selamat datang ke Thoughts on Films mana kita akan berbicara berwacana dan berdiskusi because <laughs> I never really figured out what discussion is in yeah. Malay um, so I just went with diskusi which seems logical tapi of course mungkin perkataan asal dia perkataan lain um, yeah I'm going to miss this bro <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the best thing about this, this the whole podcast thing is, uh, uh, you know, it's fun. Well, it's been fun. I mean, I, 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 I have to put it words, uh, because now we already have a lot of responsibilities that we need to commit to. You know, the, 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 the idea of putting out every episode, you know, episode every single week is becoming so hard. You know, so I mean, to, 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 to consistently, you know, producing, a, you know, a kicking, a, a badass podcast show, you know, it's, 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 you know, we need to get in that uh, moment where, you know, we're really enjoying doing it, you know, but sometimes there are times where this whole podcasting start to become so routine, sort to become like a work. You know, mm. it's just supposed to be that. So I think, you know, I, I, the, uh, for me, that this whole final episode doesn't mean to an end. 
and I, I'm going to put this as, as, as open-ended. You know, it's, I'm putting this as like an indefinite hiatus. So you know, technically, it's a it's a final episode. But you know, I, I'm not denying the the possibilities that there might be a reunion podcast. Kapa <laughs> reunion podcast. Kapa <laughs> Jubilee Perak punya podcast. Kapa fifty years from now, kan? Fifty years from now, we do the fifty-first episode. How about that? <laughs> how you know? Like you know? How you know? How's your grandchildren? You know, you know the, the 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 oldest one now is in the US or whatever. So you know, it's going to be fine. You know, looking back at you know at what we have, we have achieved, you know, hmm. in twenty thirty years time. I I could tell you, maybe one of us already passed away. I don't know. So, so so we'll just be in a podcast by ourselves, huh? and then the other person will be <laughs> checking in from beyond. Uh, yeah. Beyond the grave. Beyond the grave. I, yeah. I, I, I do agree with you. It has been fun uh, to do. There has been times when I guess some of the episodes you listen to, it seems obvious and it sounded obvious that we were running low on on our energy levels. I'll put that down to the way we do this format, uh, the, the the way we do this podcast, because the format is sekali kita duduk record tu dua tiga episode. You know what I mean? So, if we were to do it every single week, whereby kita buat episode yang the recording session is pendek, but it's more consistent. I, I think the energy levels would be a lot more consistent and, and better maintained. And I think um, that's something that we have to consider. Lah. Um, if we are to do this again, um, the, the sitting down and doing the whole thing in one shot, sebab kita malah, <laughs> bukan malah, tapi susah nak... nak Coordinate uh, masa, waktu dan tempat rakaman yang sesuai. I mean, sometimes it's just difficult to kind of, you know, um, just meet. So for a number of reasons, but the end result is at the end of the day, I, I do feel like kita ada sesuatu yang aku rasa agak bangga lah kerana ini menjadi sesuatu yang ah God man, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. You know, it's it's a dream come true. It's a dream come true, and to be honest with you, I'm quite sad that we're putting the plug. But pull the plug, we must pull the plug, we must, right? Kebala, I mean, come on, dude. How many podcasts, Mal- apa, Malaysian made podcasts, talk about film that lasted 50 episodes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, as far as I know, uh, there were there were a number uh, that that did. Some some significant work. I think I've mentioned it before. Kugek Chang, of course, dia ada beberapa podcast yang beliau telah rakam dan siarkan di BFN, uh, BFM Radio, and another one, uh, Uma and Joe. Uh, there are a bunch of guys who talk about films as well, but the focus tend to be more on uh, Hollywood films, which which is fine. But that's, that's their approach, you know. So I feel like kita memang um, it's not just. I hope. Uh, that the quality people see in our work is not so much in the number of episodes that we have done, but also in the subject matter. Okay, because I feel like we we've covered a lot of stuff that a lot of other people probably would not cover in in the same way that we have done. So, yeah. rightly or wrongly, I could rasa sometimes kita buat kesilapan, and and sometimes there are a lot of issues and mistakes that we do need to highlight, and then you need to say, you know what. Maybe this is not the correct way of doing it. Maybe ini bukan satu fakta yang benar. Um, but the whole point of this podcast is to kind of kickstart the conversation. And we hope, ladies and gentlemen, that even without us, 
the conversation will continue. Uh, so to all our seven listeners out there, fifty <laughs> episodes. Fifty episodes. Seven. Well, I some it, it, it's it's you know hit and miss. Some episodes are the double lebih. Some are the nearly. I think some of the early episodes are forty over, you know, which is nice. Uh, but the more recent ones, kalau kita dapat lima enam pun dah, alhamdulillah. <laughs> so, so, so let's take a median now. Okay, I think the, our listeners probably floating around twenty lah. <laughs> it's a very optimistic way of looking at it, um, and perhaps we are broadcasting into the nether regions of the world where nobody is actually listening. But, 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 but this this is what it is, you know. Um, Popular or not, uh, listen to or otherwise, uh, ada orang atau tidak. At the end of the day, I, I, we did this, I did this, Moose did this, purely out of the love and passion we have, not just for Malaysian films, but for films as a whole. Uh, I think um, this passion was identified and highlighted recently. You know, you WhatsApp me and kamu tanya aku, dah tengok dah trailer Star Wars? Which is a stupid ass question. Kau ni bahalo. Eh? Sometimes kau memang, you ask, I mean sometimes I know we need to point out the obvious, but but in this case, you know, macam aku, <laughs> what do you think bro? Dah tengok dah trailer Star Wars? Ah, do I? So, you know what, I know, aku tahu lah kau dah tengok, but you know, but sometimes the, the, the stupidest way, the stupidest question is the only way to start. I feel the exact same way and, and the thing is Coming back to the point We did a whole episode On Star Wars And, and uh, you know Coming back to the message earlier uh, You mentioned about how The ending You know, we see Han, we see Chewie, Chewie, yeah. we're home. And it's just, oh, you know, it's just, that's, that's, that's the kind of love that we have for films. And I am very happy to have been able to share in this love and interest and passion with you. So the first person I would like to thank is you, Mr. Moose, uh, Saudara Moose, Datuk Moose, Datuk M, Datuk M, kerana telah sudi meluangkan masa <laughs> dengan aku, all this while, untuk berbicara tentang filem dan sebagainya, even though you, you probably have, I don't know man, sometimes I feel like you have better things to do, and, but, but at the end of the day, I, I'm glad, I'm glad that we started this thing, and I'm glad that the 50th episode is also with you, you know, so, thank you, Mr. Moose. I also want to thank myself. Oh, that's the only way. That's the best way. <laughs> you got to appreciate the self before others can appreciate you. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I mean... Kalau tak ada kau, kalau tak ada kau, tak ada siapa yang order mic kau. I mean, I started this podcast when I was like 30 years old. It seems so long time ago. Mm. I can't even remember when I was like 30 years ago. 30 years old. Yeah, 30 years ago, yeah. Well, you can't remember what you were like 30 years ago as well. So I, I guess that's true. true. Yeah, I mean, you know, it started out as a uh, podcast. I, 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 I mean, I'm not very techie person. I handphone I yang sepotong dulu apa semua. So... You know, to be to to embrace this whole t- new technology thing, and I don't have I don't you know when I you know when I first started doing this podcast and even until now I and I takut tak pernah ada this this intention of 
reaching millions of audiences or listeners. You know, if you you know if you get tens, I'm happy. Get five, happy. If you get fifty, I'm more than happy. You know, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not surprised. Okay, the whole thing. I mean, deep down, I'm not surprised. Ten, fifteen years from now, people, there might be some film student out there doing PhD on film, might having referring to our podcast. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. I'm I, just, I know you're being serious. I just cannot imagine that. It's just... No, 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 seriously, man. I'm not, I'm, say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to, 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 to be arrogant, to sound arrogant or bragging. I'm not surprised that 15 or 20 years from now, there will be my name on the bibliography of a PhD, of a PhD student. So I'm not surprised. There you go. Well, I tell you what, that will be something to aim for. <laughs> um, it will be wonderful if that were to be the case. Um, yeah. uh, we will see whether Dropbox will exist 50 years from now. Because if not Dropbox, we cannot access our podcast anymore. And, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, hopefully, this will serve as a kind of record bagi mereka yang merujuk kepada filem-filem tertentu dan wave-wave yang tertentu dan sebagainya. You know, we made four parts on freaking horror films we're going to six. So, hopefully that's, that's uh, worth something uh, to someone somewhere out there in the world. And, and of course, our respective friends and families who have greatly supported us in the recording of this podcast. Of course, in that, I include my wife Anissa and my son Jacob without whom this would not have happened. And they sacrificed for their own part, especially in the earlier days. So, thanks guys. Daddy's coming home. And, yes, so in, in addition to thanking you and thanking ourselves, uh, we should also thank the people who had been on the show, right? Uh, yes. People like Eza, who is a big fan. I think, I haven't told her about this, but I think, we did not hear her, she <laughs> Sorry, Ezra. Prepare the tissue. I'll message you. I'll, I'll send you a WhatsApp, Ezra, before you before this episode is released, so they can prepare the tissue. Um, Ezra, uh, there's this girl I, I, I ran into recently, Grace Chin. Um, she's also, as it turns out, a big fan. Um, well, at least a fan. I don't know how big, but the fact that she has heard of our podcast is something that caused me to be quite excited. Uh, oh, someone actually. Okay, yeah, you know, someone we don't know. That means something, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm glad you know the fact that you know a lot of time when I heard, when I listen back to a lot of our podcast episodes, I sound you know sound so stupid, so 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 foolish. Like, I didn't even know what I'm talking about. What, what, what I was talking about Bro, bro Kau ka janganlah I know it's a live episode Tapi janganlah tiba-tiba You're giving away the house On this man Tiba-tiba semua orang tahu kan You know it's uh, yeah. Well Want to know anyway So yeah <laughs> Actually, you, know, you, know I, what, you know what I'm not going to apologize For my aloofness Or my silliness Or sometimes I might misquote Or use the wrong fact I might stand up A wrong date Or wrong person Or you know whatever Hmm. I'm not going to apply on that because that's the, the beauty of this podcast. You know, there's no, <laughs> I don't know, there's no. We don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know, we don't have much shit to give to begin with. Yeah, you know, so. uh, for the last 14 episodes, we we big struggle to put to put to make this podcast as PG-13. You know what? You know, sekarang kita akan guna 
the new classification of PGT. I'm going to broke this rule one. You know what? I don't give a fuck. You know? That's <laughs> it. Mm. Well, okay, I, I I agree with you. Uh, I will I won't quite use the same sentiments, but I agree with with the content of your sentiments. Um, I think Diaz probably mentioned that a few oh, times man. previously. So uh, thank I, I, you, Diaz. Did um, there were there episode that they had on on our show, uh, as well as uh, Bebra. I, I was especially oh. happy that we managed to interview Bebra because you know what. The representation of East Malaysians um, in the context of Malaysian cinema to kurang. So you know, if people don't listen to all fifty episodes, by the very least, listen to one or two. Check out the Bebra interview that we did. Um, and, and you know, and, and we did with um, what's that guy yang kau interview? Yeah, aku nak interview tapi tak dapat. Apa nama dia? Fazli Mustafa. Yeah, Sakit jiwa betul Aku rasa 6 bulan kot kita <laughs> Schedule interview tu Honestly, you know dude, If you listen to this man You know, I'm sorry that You know, we I mean uh, We We gave ourselves uh, A ring check so many times And I'm glad that you did it with, uh, with Fikri Yeah, that was like, That was good You know, even though the quality might You know Questionable. I mean, the audio quality, you know, can suck, suck sometimes because of the situation, which yeah. is uh, inevitable. But you know, God, dude, I, I, I wish I was there with you. You know, we all three of us doing it. I wish I was there. You know, there's, if there's one regret, that is my regret. And there was for this whole podcast. I mean, if there's one regret, my regret was I couldn't make it with that fancy Mustafa session. That mm. was there. That is my regret. Yeah, no worries, bro. No, come on, let's not regret things. This is supposed to be, a, well, not really a celebration, but certainly a positive part of the show. We, we want to end on a high, right? And uh, of course, uh, Fazli Mustafa was uh, still is actually, I think, um, a friend of Mas Irwan, a colleague of Mas Irwan, who we also interviewed. Mas, <laughs> Mas, ah, Mas. Tidak lupa. <laughs> You know, fifty podcasts, man. Two years. Um, of course, I, 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 you know, some name might skip my mind. Mas, huh, mas, aku teringin nak 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 come back to that. That that you know that 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 that, that session with the mas that was like one of my highlights, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Man. yeah. Shit, man. When he was blatantly telling everyone to go and pirate, you know, download oh. pirated stuff. You know, we, we could have been sued for that. No, we? we can get ISA. Enough for that session. Well, I see exists. I'm sure there's a clause in the Sedition Act that would allow for us to be detained, maybe. Yeah. But okay, let's, <laughs> let's not let's not say that out loud. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. You know, um, you know, if we get if we being detained, I'm going to stand behind Mas, man, because Mas is the man. Mas is the man. Mas. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, somebody yeah, else yeah. we should say thanks to is Wina. Um, mm. uh, our. Our Indonesian <laughs> correspondent, dear pun, uh, I think we had her on the show for a total of five episodes. So we talked about Ghibli films and and whatnot. And that's uh, she she was always a fun person to have around. So that that was very good. Thank you very much for that. Also, 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 um, uh, from afar. Dr. Norman, right? Because Dr. Norman Yusuf, yeah. I think he made two appearances on our podcast without knowing about it. So, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, you know, kalau dalam cerita Star Wars, kalau dalam Star Wars universe, he's like the Qui-Gon Jinn. 
you know, he's like the Kuei Gong Jin oh, yeah, of, absolutely. Of, of Scott Matthews. We've never been directly in touch with him. So he's like, you know, Dr. Norma is like the Kuei Gong Jin of Matthews. <laughs> How about that? I believe you. Yeah. I believe you. <laughs> The, 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 the force, you know, he, he talk in the form of force. Oh, yeah. He has a lot of force. I, I, yeah. He, the force is very strong with him. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yes. Well... Because who else do we miss? We miss everyone because we need to thank everyone. I don't care. Uh, to well, why don't we just say everyone, including, yeah, of course, know. the listeners, without whom this would not exist. I, a lot of people have listened to the show. Uh, they have enjoyed it. Uh, my friend, I have one friend in the United States, Mason, who have enjoyed this as well, greatly. I think uh, a number of others who, uh, certainly a lot earlier on, uh, Pamela Chu, who you know, uh, she, uh, she enjoyed this as well. I don't know whether that's still the case right now, but the end result is, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, Tuan Tuan too much, right? too many people to thank. Um, we cannot name check every single person uh, but we want to thank you we want to thank each and every one of you for having made the time to allow for a bit of us and a lot of the shit that we talk about <laughs> to yeah. enter your lives for the uh, last two years yeah well there you go there you go like I said this is a dream come true thank you for having been a part of the journey Mr. Moose yeah thank you too Mr. Fikri and thank anyway, you we're going, we going to be family anyway so yeah I'm going to be, you know, see if you kill a lot of, a lot of time, so, you know, I don't worry about that. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> well. Uh, the listeners, man, I, I don't care whether it's just two person or three listeners, five, twenty, whatever. I'm going to miss you guys, you know, right? I know, I, I know, I know a lot of you guys out there that, you know, yes, inclusively listening to us, but not making yourself visible. You're going to miss us, you know that? You're going to miss us. You know? <laughs> You're really so full of yourself tonight, just because it's the last episode. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, oh, that's good, that's good. We we should. Uh, I wish we had seen more of this side of you. <laughs> but no worries. And also, uh, let's not forget, we nearly forget him, Mr. Yeah. Wopcat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, 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 you know, the, 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 you know, to some people that might be annoying ringtone kind of music that you listen yeah that is Mr. Wopcat yeah Emilio Daniel yeah. right a former student yeah. of mine if you believe it or not so he's, he's done some good stuff himself and I, he's progressing fairly well in his career and I wish him the very best of good luck and I also would like to say thank you very much Emilio uh, certainly um, just so you guys know, aku tak guna music ni as he was still my when he was still my student. In the sense that you know, it's not like a case where bro, give me your music or I'll minus ten marks. <laughs> it's not like that, okay? It's it's, it's it's nearly like that, but it's not quite like that. By the way, now Emilio, bro, thank you very much for letting us use your music, man. We appreciate it. Technically, he's he's like the unofficial podcast well yeah you you listen you hear him more than you hear both of us he's yeah. literally present in in every episode how about that <laughs> yeah. how about that all 50 episodes yeah even aku aku sendiri pun tak ada dekat dalam all 50 episodes so yeah thank you emilio yeah. thank you emilio for now ladies and gentlemen for now at least perhaps for good 
Terima kasih tuan-tuan dan puan-puan sekalian kerana telah sudi meluangkan masa anda dengan kami. Saya ingin mengucapkan alhamdulillah <laughs> mengucapkan mengucapkan terima kasih dan 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 uh, well, I don't know what else to say man. I think this is it. This is the end point where we have to press the stop the red button. Yes, uh, on my part two words. Terima kasih. Yeah, on my part another two words. Thank you. Yeah. And good night. Mr. Moose, I'll see you when I see you. Inshallah, tak lama lagi lah. See you when I see you. And you guys out there who listen to us, I'll see you when I see you guys. Alright. Thank you again. Bye. Alright. Thank you. Assalamualaikum. Salam. <laughs> Salam satu dunia. Salam satu Malaysia. Salam satu film. Salam satu dunia. Oh my god. Yeah. Salam satu dunia, guys. Alright. Have a good weekend and have a good day. Alright. And have a good life. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.